Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, welcome to this week's show. Hi, you holding up? <laughs> Etsy during the holidays is the real deal, isn't it? <laughs> At least it is over here. I can imagine right now you may be feeling one of two things. One, complete and utter overwhelm as you rush around getting out lots of orders you didn't plan for and have no clue how you'll get out in time, slash brimming over with gratitude that it worked and you're making some extra cash. Or two, this was me year one, total confusion and maybe a bit hopeless about why you're not making sales during the busiest shopping season of the year. Not sure what it's going to take for you to figure this out, perhaps even wondering if it's time to throw in the towel because Etsy may work for some, but it sure doesn't work for you. (laughs) Today is for both of you, my friends. It's the Etsy shop holiday survival guide for both the haggard and overwhelmed and for the new seller who's hoping and praying to eke out a few sales while the shopping is still hot. So before we jump in to some really good tips and strategies to help you thrive before this home stretch of the holiday season, I just wanted to give you a few reminders of the resources I have for you in case you are um, looking to grow your knowledge base. So first of all, I have a free masterclass called How to Kickstart Your Etsy Shop, and you can grab it over on my website. It's totally free for you. It's packed with value. It's at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash masterclass. Um, you can actually also just go to the top of howtosellyourstuff.com and you'll see a, an orange, um, because Etsy, <laughs> an orange button pointing you to it. And then it's it's a totally solid free course. You know, really trying to pack in the value because I hate the really chintzy free courses that only sell you something and give you no value. That drives me bananas. So I'm trying to pack the value in there with some key takeaways that you can use right away. It's going to give you action steps for right away. The free masterclass is actually also the only place that you can get access to my paid course, Etsy listings that sell for only $77. So it's like bigly discounted over there in the free masterclass. And guys, that is a bargain. I am going to mark it up in the future, but right now while I'm breaking into the consulting and training space, it is a steal as I build my brand. So I'm trying to help you out. Grab it, send me feedback, get all the goodness. Um, I have held nothing back from you guys in that course. I mean, literally my course is every single stinking strategy and tip that I've personally used to build a full-time Etsy shop. And the information is completely legit. It can make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. $77 can translate to hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's 
very much what my shop has made over the years. And I promise, I do promise you it's excellent. It has a guarantee too, if you don't like it, and it's going to teach you what you need to know to start making the sales. So grab the free masterclass, either just to learn from it, get those free goodies or to get access to the discounted e-course. Uh, and then finally, I offer Etsy and small business consulting. So yeah, you can hire me by the hour and I will answer your questions. I will analyze your shop or your website, talk you through business and marketing ideas and strategies, whatever you need. I have a background in social media management, blogging, small business, affiliate marketing, all kinds of goodness. I've been self-employed since 2012 and I have, I am a wealth of information and I am here for you. So we will have a ball. You'll feel like you're hanging out with a buddy and getting tons of insights and ideas for your business. Um, you can sign up for consulting time by going to my website, howtosellyourstuff.com and click store um, from the main menu. And I have one or three hour packages there. You can just order it from there and I'll get an email and then I'll reach out to you to schedule our time together. And I can't wait. I really enjoy that piece and just seeing you as a person and your ideas and your vision and helping to just pull out of you the best that there is, to give you the ideas, just to help you make those leaps and make those little connection points. Usually we're just the tiniest little squidge away from breakthrough. And I just love helping to be a part of that process. So that gets us all caught up. Now it's time to start thinking about your um, 2022. Is it for real? It's going to be 2022 in like a minute. Goal, your goals and deciding intentionally what you're going to do to sharpen yourself. So I would just love to help you. Let us jump into today's holiday season survival tips, shall we? I'm going to start with my folks who are feeling super overwhelmed by all the work they need to get done. And then we're going to move into some tips for grabbing those extra sales, like before the end of the year, if you're not seeing the success that you want to. I've got ideas for you, baby. So um, if you are the person who is burning the candle at both ends, here's what I suggest, okay? Um, and this is from someone who's been doing this for years and years now, this is it, this is my fifth, right? Fifth holiday season as a full-time shop. So number one, don't try to be superwoman or superman, please. I know sometimes we want to leverage the craze. We need the money or we want the money and it feels like we better grab it now or it's going to dry up. I totally get it. I mean, our first few years, we needed every single penny we could earn and we worked like animals. I'm not saying don't do it. My advice is to decide ahead of time what am I willing to do? Rather than just letting the sales pull you in every which way. Decide ahead of time, you know, what are your goals? Where do you max out? I want you to think about what else does my family need from me? What is the healthiest way to approach this? Because if you are stressed to the max and no fun to be with, and your family feels like your business is more important than they are around the holidays, that is a recipe for disaster. I do not want that for you. So you should approach this with some balance and some and, and considerations of your needs outside of the money. Look at it holistically and just do whatever you're gonna do with intention. Um, I just remember being pulled along by whatever happened, by whatever sales came in. I was just like, we're gonna figure it out. And I agree there is a time and place for that. I think um, looking back, I would have scheduled some time to make holiday cookies with my daughter. I would have you know, um, scheduled an afternoon to sit and watch Christmas movies rather than absolutely just work myself to the bone. I would have, I would have had more balance if I could go back. So I'm just telling, just a little, little friendly heads up. 
Um, I like to decide personally as a family, like since Chris and I work together in the business, we decide in advance, like what are we willing to do this season? How many pieces do we want to build? Make, wrap, ship. There's so many pieces to the process, right? How many do we want to do? And then once we do reach that goal, we just put the shop on vacation mode. That is our, that is our, our deal. Um, it's sort of like planning your budget before the bright and shiny thing shows up that you desperately want, (laughs) you know? If you're if you're gonna have um, you have to make a decision ahead of time what you're gonna spend and then that protects your long term goals so just decide ahead of time don't try to do it all and it's okay and then number two I think this is the biggest one is um, what can you delegate so if you're making a bunch of sales you've probably got some extra cash that you could put towards bringing in some seasonal help. This does not have to be a big deal, guys. This doesn't, you know, you don't have to be paying someone so much that you've got to deal with taxes and all that. You know, I think you should look for your state, but I think $400 here is, if, if they're going to make more than $400, then we're going to have some more things come up during tax time. But like, just look into it. It's, it's a quick Google search, but it could help you tremendously to be paying someone just a little bit. So what can you have someone else do for you? What do you hate doing? Isn't that a good question? What do you hate doing? Think about what you have to do for your business to function and grow, like the things that you, only you can do, then try to delegate as many of the other tasks that you can reasonably delegate. I was just talking to this um, so super, super sweet client, Hannah, um, about this earlier this week. She has an in-home bake shop that has just blown up locally in her town. And now she wants to leverage Etsy for more sales outside of her small town. And both she and her business are so freaking cool. She's adorable. You guys, you're going to get to meet her. I'm going to have her on the podcast at some point. I think I can talk her into that. Right, Hannah. And, um, you'll love her. Her business is fascinating. You're going to be super inspired, but so she's at home baking for hours each day with two tiny children at her feet. They're adorable, but you know how demanding they can be. And then she's spending hours, some days driving around making local deliveries. Because she's she's in a spread out area. And so some of you are probably in the same boat. You started your business locally. You're saving money on shipping by delivering, but it's costing you a ton of time. And time equals money, right? Because you're driving all over your county and you're making small talk for 30 minutes at each drop off. Tell me it's not true. And you could spend that time resting or marketing, or making more of your product, or snuggling your cat, literally anything but driving around and making deliveries and small talk. And I asked Hannah, I said, why not hire someone to deliver for you? You know, a high school student, someone that you can trust who won't cost a fortune, you know, pay them what they could make at the local McDonald's or maybe a little bit more if you can. And they'll love jamming out in their car (laughs) to their music, making some extra holiday cash and just delivering your goodies for you. It's such a win-win. And her legitimate concern, which I want to address here, was that she's the face of her business and it would lose the personal touch. But I said, you know, just write write the customer a little thank you note. You've already handmade them, baked them a goodie. And she was already writing a note, but I said, then call it a day. You're not going to fly all over the country delivering your Etsy orders. Like learn, learn now that the, that the branding and the face of your company doesn't have to come from you physically showing up. They're going to be so loved by the little handwritten note. It's enough. And frankly, the fact that you're so busy, you need to hire a delivery driver gives your business even more credibility. Like people are going to think you're extra legit and they'll be so happy for you. And if they're not, we're not going to worry about the haters. Okay. Most people are going to be so happy for you and your success. So my friend, what could you delegate to a family member, a neighbor, one of your kids, a high school student, 
Um, a college student home for Christmas break. For, they're usually home a month. You've got more time with them. A stay-at-home mom. Anyone you know who could make some extra cash and take some of that work off your plate that you don't have to personally do. So some things I have delegated in the past are building our signs. Chris has a team of guys that help him on the weekends to build base painting our signs. So I do the lettering and that requires um, a more skilled hand, but I can have someone else use the big brush to just whitewash, base paint the signs, staining and painting our frames, gift wrapping our products. So we like to wrap everything in um, like uh, brown craft paper and tie it with some cord and someone else can do that for me. Um, boxing. Once it's wrapped, putting it in the box, I do not have to personally do that to make my business work. Running errands, cutting out our product tags and jute cord we wrap with. So just like those little things to prepare for wrapping, you know. Um, I've even delegated photographing our products. Thanks, Pickle. <laughs> She's my sister and a much better picture taker than I am. So seriously, my loves, you don't have to do it all. What can you delegate to keep your sanity? Or if your product is labor intensive like mine, protect your sweet little hands. <laughs> Number three, use Etsy's vacation mode. Seriously, I won't go into a ton of detail because podcast episode number three is literally all about vacation mode. You can hear the details. But the bottom line is vacation mode is awesome, you guys. Like, I love that Etsy has it. You can't, it's a little more tricky on Shopify or your own WordPress site to put it on vacation, right? This is just the switch of a button and everything stays where it's, where, it, where it's supposed to go. And you should absolutely use it. So I recommend using it either when you've hit the number of orders that you want or are able to fill or at a cutoff um, beyond where you can have the product in the customer possession in time for the holiday. So I was always kind of a stickler about that. I didn't want to play the game of I'm shipping, like they're ordering it on the 23rd and they're like, I'm going to have it in time, right? And I'm like, no, I wanted to, I didn't want to deal with that at all. I wanted everything shipped where it had more than enough time to get there. So otherwise, like, I think it prevents unhappy customers and bad reviews personally. That That's just my experience. If you're going to just stay open, you can. I, I just, you need to be really communicative with your customers, okay? You need to make sure the listings are super clear. I would send them a personal DM when you receive their order and make sure they understand when they're going to get their product. And this this year, it's, it's critical because shipping is not as predictable as it's been in the past. We don't know when that's going to change. So I could go into a lot more detail. Um, check out episode three if this is a topic of interest for you. I think the, the biggest question people ask, and so the short answer is that vacation mode does not hurt your shop. That's what people ask all the time is, isn't it going to hurt my shop? You just need to expect, it's expectations, that it will take some time for your products to get back to where they were in the search results once you turn your shop back on. It does take some time. It's taken me a few weeks before, but it's never hurt my shop long term at all. I mean, it's a blessing. They, it will go back to where it was. And there's a few things you can do to help that, again, check out episode three for that. It will not bore you here. Some of you may be surprised to know that today is December 1st that I'm recording this and my shop is already on vacation for the holidays. I mean, we we obviously went light this year, right? Um, we switched it before Thanksgiving because we just, this is the decision we've made. You know, I'm, I'm working now in this business as well, helping you guys with the coaching and the, and the courses and things like that. So it's not as critical for me financially. And I just decided how much do I want to paint? So I just, I just didn't want to take more orders this year and neither did Chris. So don't be afraid of it at all. Do the amount of work you want to do. And I support you and your goals, no matter what they are. So alrighty, let's switch gears and talk about what you can do if you'd like to see more sales come in for the month of December. So if you're 
feeling a bit of a struggle fest, like why do I not have the orders? Here we go. So if you if you don't currently have a product, I know this is often the thing, you, you don't actually have a product yet, you'd love to make some holiday sales, I have some last minute ideas for you. Um, one of the main things you could do is you could source vintage items. So vintage is one of the allowed um, product types on Etsy. If you went and found some vintage ornaments or things that could be gifts, you know, you might want to do some research on Etsy and see what vintage things are really popular, but you can go find them at a local Goodwill, at estate sales or flea markets. Vintage is such a great niche for people who aren't sure what to sell or they aren't particularly crafty. Like if you're not super crafty, you know, you don't necessarily make something. Look into vintage, especially right now, for whatever reason, vintage Christmas ornaments are a rage. So you know, you have to get them out quick, but go check it out. Another idea for you, if you're looking for product ideas, you could sell a print on demand, or it's often abbreviated to POD, a POD, print on demand product. These are products that another company makes and ships for you. So you just create a design, um, you know, something that maybe would go on an article of clothing or a piece of decor, like a coaster or wall art. And then, or um, sometimes they'll have you just design the packaging. So a lot of times print on demand will be things like clothing, pillows, coasters, stickers, things like that. Or um, it'll be something like a piece of jewelry that is on a on a decorative card. So you design the card. So it can be for a stepmom. It can be for a physics teacher. It can be for a piano teacher. It could be for your youth pastor. Whatever you could get really niche about it um, for grandmas. But you could get specific about like, oh, maybe some kids call them Oma. Maybe some kids call them Nana. And you could get really specific. And your designs could go totally niche. So um, you just design the packaging. And then the company prints the thing that you designed, puts the jewelry on it, and ships it for you. It's ridiculous. And then it all just integrates into Etsy on the back end. So there are YouTube videos about that. I uh, can't go into, it would be really hard to do that on a podcast, how to do it. But it integrates. It's not too crazy technical. You can figure it out. Um, my favorite companies are Printful for the you know, t-shirts and other apparel kind of thing. I've used them for my t-shirt shop before. And then the other one is Shine On for jewelry. And I have both of those linked for you in the show notes uh, if you want to go check that out as an option. Another idea is you could compile some stocking stuffers. I think that even though we're just getting into early December, people are definitely ahead in their shopping for the holidays than they have been in the past. You could still swing some stocking stuffers because as a busy mama, I will gladly <laughs> pay extra for someone to do this for me. Okay. Like if you could create, you could actually do actual stockings that are already filled with the gifts in them or, you know, uh, create it where you're sending me a couple of things together that then I can stuff in a stocking like bonus points. If you can find a way to personalize them too, that's always a big, I know you're going to have to, it'll take a couple extra days. Potentially you have to figure that out. So, um, if you go the stocking stuffer route, just make sure you watch the Etsy seller policy to stay compliant because we're, we're supposed to be, um, you know, hand making gifts or customizing them in some way. So take a look at that because I don't want you to get shut down, but I think that would be a killer idea. You could jump on right now and make some bank actually. So for those of you who already have your products in place, um, but you're not necessarily seeing the sales, here are some holiday specific pointers. One of the primary keys for holiday sales is your turnaround time. 
This has bitten me in the past. Shoppers want to be confident that they'll have their order in time. So make it as fast as you possibly can. I would even put it in your shop's welcome message and your and your product, even your product description, what your turnaround time is and a note of encouragement that you want to do everything you can to help customers get their orders in time. That is one of the biggest issues around the holidays. So, um, you know, if you're currently at a zero to two week turnaround time, or even a three to five day. If you could turn it into a one to three day, you could probably get more sales because some people are literally sorting the, um, they're using the little sort feature in the Etsy search to show what's going to ship the fastest. So just a thought. Also, you might consider um, packaging your pieces in special holiday wrapping paper and include a handwritten note card, like on a holiday card for orders that are uh, made as a gift with a note. So that kind of thing, you're taking something off of the plate of your shopper. And so um, I will link my my favorite uh, boxes of holiday cards that I have found on Amazon that I'll use for this purpose. You know, when someone writes, this is a gift, here's my gift note. I like to do more. I think it's a nice service to do more than just do a packing slip. Um, I will wrap well, I wrap every single piece actually, but I'll do like a special gift wrapping if it's a gift and I'll, I don't charge extra for it too. The people love it and I'll just include a handwritten card with the note from them. So if you were to advertise this extra service, uh, you know, and you could add it as a, you know, in, a, in your variations, you could add, add it as a markup if you needed to, if you needed to charge for it, you could add like, here's, you know, pay an extra $5 for wrapping. I mean, Amazon does that. But if you want to advertise this service on your social media, in your listings, in your photo galleries, on your, on your made shop welcome, you might, you might actually prompt some extra sales because if you can take that piece off of people's plates, just find, if you're finding ways to make it easier for your shopper, you're probably going to see more sales come in. And if you're still struggling with holiday sales and your products are things that um, shoppers are buying from other shops this time of year. So it's not something that's just not related to the holiday. You know, like probably right now people are not buying graduation themed gifts or t-shirts, right? It, it needs to be something that someone would normally be buying now to, to determine whether or not, is this a your shop and product problem that we need to look at and figure out what's going on? Or is this a, a niche thing. It's just not really selling this time of year or it's something that's not trending at all. So you may need to do some research and see, is this something that's otherwise selling? And then you can, you need to schedule yourself some time to look at the top shops in your niche and figure out what they're doing differently from you. That's causing them to have different results. So maybe, maybe plan to do some studying, um, grab my free masterclass or my, or my e-course. And I'm going to show you exactly how to create your, your product title so that they'll compete in the feed and how to self-evaluate your listings and your photos. You can take a look and see, you know, why isn't this working? What could make it better? And you can start testing some different things. So you may just have some knowledge gaps. That's all it is that needs some attention. And that's all. So you will get there if you keep working at it. And I'd say, my friends, that's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm going to head back over to my studio and crank out a few more signs before the workday is over. And I'm going to go pick up my munchkin at school. So I will see you next week with more Etsy goodness. Good luck in the final stretch. I'm cheering for you. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, 
thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.